the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Milberger's Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. Welcome back. Your dreams were your ticket out. Welcome back to the same old place that you laughed about. Well, the names have all changed since you hung around. But those dreams have remained and they've turned around. Who'd have thought to reach Thank you, Al. All right, 210-308-8867. It is good to be back after a trip to New Orleans. They don't have any greenery there in New Orleans at all. It's miserable. It's like a desert. It was like a wow experience. New Orleans is, is just, they were getting tons of rain. Everything's green. Everything's in bloom. Mm. Well, but quite, San Antonio is much better. Uh-huh. I kept bragging on some of our stuff. Well, and quite often sh- New Orleans is uh, full of water. Yeah, that can happen too. Uh, they were getting lots of rain. Uh, we kept missing it. We missed all the Houston rain, too. But it's a nice day here out at Millburgers at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Lots of folks shopping. And uh, we encourage you to come on out and be a part of it. Uh, come visit with us. We'll tell you about a bunch of things that are going on in San Antonio. We'll even give you a chance to win a pair of tickets to uh, the Festival of Flowers. That's coming up today, and it will give you a couple chances to win as soon as I get my laptop working properly. Well, the festival isn't today. No, the festival is not today. The festival is uh, next yeah. Saturday over at because the uh, Jerry, we, we'd Austin all have Highway to pack up Center. and get over there. Yeah, well, I was sort of a little scared because Claudette said, why are you here? <laughs> I was like, what? Did she say? But she said it with a positive. So yeah, it wasn't not just like, because she was. Why are you me. here? Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. happened to the other guy? We liked him, but uh, yeah. So we're here at the nursery, and we encourage you to call in with those questions at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Well, you were gone, uh, Claudette and Roger, and Jerry helped me with the uh, butterfly uh, program, and that went real well. We had a large. Uh, group and uh, hopefully we were able to answer a lot of questions and uh, I know lots of lots of folks got uh, uh, the uh, milkweed and um, miss flower and uh, lots and lots of zinnias went out so oh it was good yeah hmm. it was a good experience the zinnias a lot of the zinnias sold huh and Trace has got some uh, interesting information for you on uh, or both of y'all on uh Another uh, Cora. Yeah. The Vinca. I see that. Oh, okay. I just got through reading that. Yeah, that was kind of cool. So uh, all that's coming Has up to he today. got plants? Uh, we'll have to check. Oh. I shouldn't say anything if I don't know if he's got plants or not. So. Okay. But, I'm mad he's getting them. Yeah. So what was the most asked question about uh, about butterflies? What did folks... Oh, there was a lot of, a lot of questions about uh, 
native uh, versus uh, mm. tropical milkweed and uh, identifying uh, with emphasized a lot about the uh, butterfly plants I mean the butter the uh, caterpillar plants so that you know you a lot of people knew that you needed nectar plants 12 months out of the year if you want to maximize uh, the flying butterflies but uh, it's uh, relatively easy too to encourage uh, egg laying if you get the right plants out there that's the milkweed and passion vine and parsley and uh, lots of lots of different uh, plants there but uh, one thing butterflies have a tendency to be sp- selective most of them oh they just want one plant that they yeah. like yeah uh, ti- tiger swallowtails are kind of uh, an exception they like peaches and plums and uh, well Me- yeah mexican plums especially and ash oh, the ash so they they're, they're not nearly as fussy I say that because we a lot of folks have seen tiger swallowtails, and we've seen them here too this spring. He said the hummingbirds are about to run them out of the garden. Yeah, the butterfly <laughs> garden. Yeah, when, well, there weren't a there weren't a lot of <laughs> butterflies when we were talking about them over there, but there were hummingbirds <laughs> everywhere, and they were getting a little fed up with us, you know, all those good <laughs> and, and nectar plants, and then we're yeah, in the like, way. Hey, uh, people, chop yeah, chop, move yeah. it. Yeah, just get outside there and give your program out. Yeah, yeah. This is a, pl- a place for laying eggs and nectar. We heard on the air there was a butterfly garden, a butterfly hummingbird garden here at Melburgers, and now you're just stand- standing <laughs> in it. Get out of here. Uh, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. We didn't give the uh, phone number last week, so it's good you know? that you said. Oh, good. It out. Yeah, well, you know, Barry's, Barry runs the show differently than I. <laughs> No, he did a good job. I'm sure he did. Yeah, Barry does a great job. Give it, give it out the number. It was a wonderful wedding, and we, uh, yeah, so we had lots of fun. Today's a interesting day. I drove through a few showers. Oh, did you? Here, but now it's cloudy and cool, and and uh, the gardeners are out. Humidity is very high, though, and yeah, uh, you feel kind of feel the mist when the breeze comes through. But uh, plants will like it. Wonder if that's that uh, new uh, coxcomb or uh, celosia. Oh, it's real tall over there. It's real tall over there. I planted some uh, a few weeks ago, and it's it's doing real well. Um, oh, you planted the new celosia? Yeah, in the cut flower in my cut flower garden. Okay. And, and uh, it's not it's it's real kind of orderly. The whole row eight plants there, and they're all growing at the same level. And yeah, that's a hybrid. Yeah, uh, so that's really really attractive. But and, they uh, haven't put out a. They haven't got a head on them yet. Yeah, they got a plume. Plume. Like plume. Yeah, it's kind of a duel. They've got that that nice foliage is developing further. Yeah. And then the plume is is coming up above them too. Yeah. The real test and what the thing that I that I uh, really like about the identification as a superstar is that they say that it can tolerate the heat, heat in yeah. the summertime and most of the uh in my experience most of those uh coxcombs are have a little problem with that but yeah. uh, this one is supposed to be that's a pretty one look at it. it's a pretty display over there yeah. on the bench yeah <laughs> that color yeah that uh, yeah. Well, what is that that, yeah, maroon, that maroon color is that kind of like yeah, color? Yeah. 
Yeah, it looks red to me. <laughs> but you notice that the Milburgers has some diff- different salvia that has uh, some kind of the rusty orange color over there, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it does sort of have a burnt orange. Uh... Why is that? <laughs> <laughs> I can't see burnt orange. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> ha, ha, ha. <laughs> well, we'll have to ask Trace. We'll see if Trace can see it. I bet he can. Speaking of maroon, I had a good week this week. Oh, okay. I mean, a spectacular week. Wow. We started out on uh, Monday uh, examining the tomatoes uh, that we had planted down south. And uh, it it was interesting down there because we had several of the... uh, uh, ro- had several of the rodeo tomatoes down there. Ooh, old and, rodeo or candidates? Oh, well, it, uh, we, we had uh, uh, H-M. Raccoon and uh, eighty-eight forty. Uh, was it eighty-eight forty-nine? What the other one was? Yeah, but yeah. Uh, eighteen twenty-three. Uh, yeah, all of them inside inside a greenhouse and outside a greenhouse, and. All of them died inside and outside the greenhouse, except Tycoon. Wow. Now, was what from? A virus? Well, yeah. Oh. The, that new virus is uh, That's, yeah, raining. Me- or so Remember that? In the old days, that was the claim. Yeah, but uh, that, that's another. I've seen that before. Uh, we saw it when that Tycoon first came out Yeah. at the children's garden. He had a bunch of... Uh, Tomato, tomato varieties over there, and it killed it, that virus. Killed all of them except the uh, tycoon. Now, so I guess that you don't have a uh, the experience I've had. I've hi, I've uh, uh, picked harvested uh, nine tomatoes from my rodeo tomato group. My you know my three, and every one of them has been blossom and brought. Good. Yeah, I don't know if that's good or not. I don't know if it's my irrigation. I was trying to look to see. It doesn't, doesn't look like the other. You said every one of them is what? Has uh, blossom end rot. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That's not good. No, I can't. I don't see any of the others, but, but of course, none of the others are were as far along as the uh, HM44 uh, or, or 8844. Yeah. So, well, that. Blossom and rot, we always say that it's due to irregular watering and uh, and calcium deficiency. But in reality, uh, it can be brought on by cloudy weather, cloudy, oh. rainy weather. Because when it's, when it's cloudy, the plant's not uh, photosynthesizing and not... Uh, not taking up that much water, so uh, it 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 mimics that lack of water situation. Uh, however, with that said, uh, we select that. In other words, in, in the field, when we see a variety that has that uh, quite a bit, then we don't ever recommend it. Because so, some varieties will have problems with that, and some will not. 
So uh, yeah, and we'll we'll have to see what the results are across the all our gardeners because mine are uh, the end of the row, which might be a factor. Yeah, uh, and I've only got three plants. You know, three, three, each of three plants of each of uh, seven or eight varieties, and uh, and it might just be uh, maybe I was just stingy with the. Uh, Drip irrigation. A lot of time, you know, a plant a plant that's loaded with fruit. Yeah, you know, the other ones did fine, but uh, or the cherry tomatoes do fine with less water, maybe than these guys have. Is it all up and down the plant, or with the green tomatoes as well as the red ripe tomatoes? You know, I only saw it in the red ripe tomatoes. I didn't do a search of the greens. That's I probably okay. Well, we'll see. Yeah, that could have been that time period that those were developing. Uh, uh, I'm sure we'll get uh, other sure. reports if if that's a characteristic of that variety. But if it is, uh, we won't recommend it anymore. But uh, the blossoming rod is not so bad bad that you can't can't eat the fruit, right? Right, right, and you. Uh of course, it's not as attractive as you would like it, but uh, was it bigger the quarter, the blo- the blossoming variety? Oh yeah, yeah, and the fruit the fruit was quite large, uh, tennis ball plus. Yeah, uh, but uh, more more like a half a dollar. Oh uh, my goodness! Okay. So now yeah. we better explain what blossoming rod is. That's when the. Uh, the bottom end of the tomato, the one that's away from the stem where it's attached, uh, develops a, a blackened, uh, indented lesion uh, kind of on the fruit. It's kind where the blossom fell off. Yeah, kind of a scar tissue area. The scar tissue area. And uh, some, some, sometimes they'll rot, but most of the time they just uh, harden off. And you can just cut them out of the fruit and still have a have a slice of tomato to eat. It doesn't affect the taste of the fruit. And it's quite common. Well, it's more common earlier in the season like this. And right, uh, right. Also, if you've got uh, plants in containers, too, uh, I, I've found it's... Well, that's good information. We'll, we'll see if anybody else says... The most important thing is if they're all in on one set setting of tomatoes, that can be definitely attributed to the weather. Uh, but if they're on all the green ones, you see a blackened discoloration on the large green ones too. Uh, and now even I've seen them on it on small tomatoes too, uh, pink. Tennis, uh, well, definitely tennis ball size, but uh, golf ball size too. But uh, anyway, uh, that that was interesting. Uh, when we when we first heard that uh, Tycoon was going to be back on the market, and we've seen this before with other varieties, the Tycoon that comes back is not the same. Or the variety that comes back is not the same variety that we thought we had lost. And so this this shows that uh, the seed of the new tycoon 
is as good as the old seed. At least in terms of the virus protection. Yeah, yeah. Because it's got that virus resistance. If if it was just a a seedling selection or something like that, it probably wouldn't have that virus resistance. So Um, anyway. BHN, I think lots of gardeners, the BHN 968s are ripening. Yeah. So... That, We've already picked some. <laughs> yeah. That, uh, with that said, now it's going to be hard for me to talk these guys out of planting nothing but uh, tycoon. Because oh. they've got nematode problems, which nem- uh, tycoon is resistant to. And they got this uh, virus problem inside and out of the greenhouse. And that's spread by white flies. Which are almost impossible to control. Yeah, that I used to have a, even wintering things. I used to have problems oh, with yeah. white, white flies in the greenhouse. Yeah, this is out on a ranch, surrounded by weeds. So uh, uh, I guess we're going to have to stick with tycoon. I hope, I hope they keep it for a little while longer. All right, 210-308-8867 is our number, 210-308-8867, yeah. That mist got uh, a little heavier, didn't it? It's a little thicker than it was before. It hasn't stopped anybody. Gardeners are always fascinating. They just don't care. (laughs) Um, I'm going to give you another number to remember. If you've got uh, pests in your home, roaches, ants, termites right now, or with this weather, maybe mosquitoes are starting to bite. Uh, it's Spider-Man Pest Control, and his number is 210-656-3721. I'll give it out before we're through. 210-656-3721. And um, if you've got these bugs, you can trust Spider-Man. Uh, he's been doing this now since 1976. He's been your web of protection. And you can ask about the Into Care mosquito control problem, uh, mosquito controller uh, the into care system. There you go. Uh, that he can help you with. Uh, that gets rid of them in a. Um, it's not a spray. It's a, a system that he sets up that kind of helps with the mosquitoes land on it and they spread the toxins. It kills them and it kills the other ones that come in contact with it. Is and that venereal? Would you describe that as venereal? Concern? No, I, I would not. Oh, I don't know. We'll have, no, in fact, we'll, we might just ignore. Yeah, we might just do that. <laughs> well, we, but there's uh, Milton and I have been talking. We're hoping to uh, have a chance to talk to. Uh, yeah, we'll get Warren on. Warren on this too. That this that may that new system might be a good way to give people the option of controlling mosquitoes and not having to do a general. Malathion spray that uh, will affect butterflies and other plants. Yeah, plants. We'll, we'll, we'll get worn on uh, very soon. All right, number again, 210-656-3721 for Spider-Man Pest Control. Ray is on the line at 210-308-8867. What's going on, Ray? Welcome to the show. Hi there. How are you guys doing? Good. What's going on? Um, I, I had... Uh, Jerry, this is for you. I, I had sent you an email back on May the 4th, and uh, it was in, in regards to uh, some pictures I took of some crepe myrtles that I have. Oh, I yeah. The reason, the reason I haven't answered that is because I don't know the answer. Fort <laughs> <laughs> uh, Appleton hadn't even answered it. Uh, uh-huh. He sent me a picture of a crepe myrtles, and they had kind of yellow. They had yellow leaves on. Right. Right? 
Uh, well, have, one uh, of them. Go ahead. I was going to say, one of them did that pink velour kind of looks like an iron deficiency because it's um, sort of a real light yellow with with dark green veins. <laughs> okay, uh, but, that's, but, uh, that's but chloro- the, iron chlorosis. Uh, but then the uh, the only two that, that did this were the leaves turned red and orange color, and I took some pictures of those leaves and sent them to you, uh, right. the two red rockets. Um, but they have only been in the ground. Uh, it'll let's see. This this June will be one year. Uh, they're growing tremendously fast. And, and okay, so the, the new the, these leaves are, are are not on new growth. The new growth is, is green, right? Correct. It, it, these are the leaves are turning towards the bottom, uh, starting from the yeah. bottom and turning colors, and it's kind of working its way up. Um, I, you know, I would have thought by now they would have, would have slowed down or stopped, but it's it's continuing um, to kind of move up the tree. I mean, I don't think it's going to kill the tree. I'm just trying to figure out, am I doing something wrong with me adding, um, and I sent you uh, pictures of the fertilizer and what my fertilizer uh, right, right. programs have been and all that. Soil tests. What uh, was your fertilization program, did you? Put? Well, um, I... I have been giving them uh, one one teaspoon of ammonium sulfate um, on top of these mulch. Uh, I'll call them mulch donuts, um, and letting that you know sort of work its way through the mulch. That way, it's kind of buffering uh, you know the effect on the tree. And I've been doing that once a month, and then about every other week, I've been giving them. Uh, I have a. a, a water-soluble fertilizer that's a 24-8-16, but I've been giving it, uh, giving them a half rate of that, so it's like one teaspoon per gallon. I've been, you know, giving them a half a teaspoon, a a tablespoon per gallon, and each plant I'm giving them about four to five gallons um, uh, every other week, every week to every other week. Here lately for the last month, I I haven't fertilized them at all uh, because we've been getting rain and you know, then I got this issue going on with the leaf drop and the leaf discoloration, and so I, you know, just wanted to leave them alone and see what they do. Um, so I mean, uh, and other than that, I put the 1959 on my lawn, which is man, that is just an awesome, awesome fertilizer. Um, I'm never going to use anything else. So I, I spread a half a bag on about uh, 4,400 square feet of lawn. And so that covers all my crepe myrtles all the way, you know, I've got some in the backyard. And the ones in the backyard, they've been in the ground uh, a year this past March. Now, they're not showing any any of the symptoms that these red, two red rockets that I got uh, from Millburgers um, are, are showing. And I, it, I'm reading some of, uh, uh, Jerry, you had turned me on to uh, Whitcomb's uh, website, and I ordered a couple of his books. And I've been been reading those quite a bit. And one of the one of the things that he mentions is um, the fact that uh, I think it's magnesium um, and I think iron are are the ones that are actually mobile in the plant. And so those elements can move around in the plant. And they'll if there's a deficiency of those, they'll start at the bottom, the older leaves, and then work their way up. And that's kind of what I'm seeing here. Right. But, with the with the 8.0 uh, alkalinity that I've got out here, you know, clay and about 80% rock, rest of it being rock. Um, you know, I'm just wondering if 
if if if I sh- what I should do. I mean, I I I don't want to continue fertilizing them um, if that's what I'm if I'm the cause of it for sure. Uh, and I just I don't I'm not sure what steps to take next. No, you what 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 you describe as fertilizer is you haven't fertilized them. Uh, I, 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 the small amounts of uh, f- fertilizer you putting on there, uh, especially when it's on top of a mulch, right. is not getting to the root system, so that you haven't fertilized them yet. I want you to get uh, a product called uh, Iron Plus. I, I, Iron I just, Plus. I, it's gran. It's granular, and uh, you. you uh, Put about a two cups full around each plant. Okay. I've got some of uh, that, and I, I sprinkled a tablespoon around each plant, but that's obviously. Well, you credit. We're talking uh, cupfuls, man. Okay. I did. I didn't want to put too much, right? I didn't want to mess up. No. Yeah. It's a, it's hard to over fertilize a cray myrtle. Okay. And, and if you happen to over fertilize a young cray myrtle, you'd see leaf scarch. In other words, the uh, leaves would turn brown uh-huh. before uh, before you kill. You won't kill the plant. I don't have so any you, of that. So okay. those those plants are starving to death. Is what's happening, and uh, and that uh, Iron Plus has that uh, that uh, uh, magnesium and iron in it as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. But uh, if you if you want to. Put it in the mulch. Put it in the mulch. You can uh, spread that those collars out a little bit, okay. and uh, 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 the mulches that you have around it, right. and just put it right on top of the mulch. All right. And, that, and that's uh, how, how much did I say? Not two tablespoons. Yeah. <laughs> two cups. Two okay. cupfuls. Uh, three feet out from around every tree. Three feet out. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna give that a shot. Um, what did I'll your soil test say do? I'm you sorry. Said you, you said you had a soil test done. Yes. You? Yes, I sent that to you as well in this last email. Yeah. I for, I forgot what it said. To, what did it say to add? Okay. Let's look at it right here. Um, As we wait. Here we go. Okay, there we go. Page one. Here we go. Um, okay. It says. You couldn't read it, could you? Well, you know why? Here we go. Here it is. Okay. Um, okay. So what do you want to know? It's It says lots of things. Um, you know what? I sent you. God have mercy. I sent you. Right. Right. You did. For this. Yeah, uh, and I've I've got the soil sample uh, results right here. Let's right here. Soil test. This guy's making my point about soil testing. Here we go. Here we go. It says pH is 8.0. Yeah. I of course I'm low in nitrogen. I'm I'm like between. I'm like way to the left of of the CL, which is the optimum level. Um, Okay. Phosphorus, I'm below the optimum level. Uh, There you go. 
I've got a lot of potassium. I've got a passi-optimum level. I've got passi-optimum level. That, that's the highest is the calcium, and I, and I figured that. Uh, magnesium, I'm, I'm past the uh, moderate level, past the CL. Uh, sulfur, I'm past the moderate level, just barely. Okay. Uh, iron and zinc, I am past the, the moderate level on those two. Um, and manganese and copper, I'm also past the moderate level on those two. Okay, so but it, it, it does say it does say add nitrogen, right? It uh, it does say add nitrogen, correct? Um, yeah. And, so and, and you, that's what that, I've been doing with that's what I've been doing with the ammonium sulfate and the nineteen five nine and then the water soluble. But m- maybe I haven't been doing enough. I mean, I don't know. That's exactly right. You haven't been doing enough. And now the set, uh, the. Uh, Iron Plus is the the best. Uh, your second best uh, route would be just to use the, those larger quantities on your nineteen five nine too. That's true, because they've got uh, they've got a lot of those micronutrients and they've got um, the iron in there too. Hey Ray, we got to run. Sorry, okay. man. All right, good luck, Ray. All right, good right, luck. Uh, sorry, right, sorry, you. I didn't write you back, but it was a compl- I needed to ask more questions. Uh, it's, it's lucky so, he didn't write it back. It would have been one of his <laughs> four pagers. All right, we're going to take a break. While we right. do, give us a call at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on nine thirty a.m. This is the answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bulverde Road. Let's face it, if you're growing tomatoes, you know there's nothing better than a homegrown tomato. The only thing that comes close is bragging on that tomato to other people and maybe even winning prizes for those tomatoes. That's why a long time ago, Millburgers established the Top Tomato Contest, a friendly and fun way for gardeners to brag on their tomatoes and win some terrific prizes. This year, that Top Tomato Contest is June 8th at Millburgers at 1604 and Bull Road, and it all starts at 10 o'clock. It goes from 10 to noon when the judging will take place. There are three different categories, cherry and smaller, regular tomatoes, and then the biggest tomato based on weight. And one tomato will be named San Antonio's Top Tomato. So for more information, go to millburgernursery.com and mark your calendars for June 8th. We're going to have lots of fun at Millburgers Top Tomato contest dear john i was hoping it wouldn't come to this but you've left me no choice i'm leaving uncontrolled high blood pressure is really serious and lately you seem to really not care i've been there for you since day one and i know you think i'm gonna keep ticking but no my friend i can quit whenever i want why can't we get back to the good times when we were more active and ate more healthy foods and you checked on me every once in a while is that too much to ask i don't want to leave But unless you stop ignoring me, what else am I supposed to do? Remember, when I quit, you quit. Sincerely, your heart. Listen to your heart and don't let it quit on you. Doing the minimum to control your high blood pressure isn't doing enough. High blood pressure can lead to a stroke, heart attack, or death. Get your blood pressure to a healthy range before it's too late. 
For help keeping yours at a healthy range, text PRESSURE to 97779. A message from the American Heart Association, the American Stroke Association, and the Ad Council. If you're age 59 and a half or older with a 401k plan and still working, stop what you're doing and call Big State Financial today at 210-373-6000. There are benefits with age, and this is one of them. At 59 and a half, you're entitled to new opportunities in the investment world that can save you thousands in 401k fees and dramatically reduce your risk of a market correction. You've worked and saved and now is the time to protect your retirement savings. Call Robin Hoppus at Big State Financial today at 210-373-6000. The five years just before and after you retire are critical. Do not put yourself at risk. Robin and her team can show you how to secure your nest egg and ensure income streams for life. Call Big State Financial today at 210-373-6000. That's 210-373-6000 for your free retirement readiness review. That number Number again is 210-373-6000 or go online to bigstatefinancial.com. That's bigstatefinancial.com. If you're growing tomatoes, plan to come to the Top Tomato Contest June the 8th at Millburgers. There are big prizes for cherry and small tomatoes, regular and large tomatoes, and the biggest tomato by weight. Plus, every participant will get a $10 gift certificate to be used that day at Millburgers. For more information and rules, go to MillburgerNursery.com. That's MillburgerNursery.com. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. All right, here's the deal. Festival of Flowers is coming up next weekend at the Austin Highway Event Center on Austin Highway. We're going to be there broadcasting. And if you'd like to win a pair of tickets to it, uh, Al's back at the station, and we're going to make it easy. Just be caller number 3 at 210-308. No, we're just doing 3 today. <laughs> it's uh, I consul- or 15. I consulted with the sources and... Uh, uh, and I did some math, and yeah, we're just doing three. Two one zero. Let's do uh, call the number fifty. Because if we no, had to no, we got, <laughs> I got to do. It. If you had to give away all these tickets <laughs> yeah. for six, it would take yeah, what seven hundred and fifty uh, calls. Yeah. So two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Be calling number three right now. Two one zero. 308-8867, and you pick up the tickets here at Millburgers, and Al will give me your name. In the meantime, Trace is up on the porch with us, and he's going to tell us what's going on. Uh, we've got some cool stuff coming up next weekend, and uh, you've got a very cool plant of the weekend. So what's going on, Trace? Well, uh, the plant of the weekend first. Uh, that was, uh, we mentioned it last week, and it was a big hit. So uh, I decided to go ahead and bring a few more in. So this is a uh, fascination. Mm-hmm. Vitex. So most people are familiar with Vitex. This is one that not only has the purple flower, but the foliage is purple. Yeah. And it's very striking, especially from a distance. Uh, and it doesn't, doesn't grow big. It doesn't get as big. So you're talking Ooh. four to six feet. And um, even the employees, as they were getting unloaded off the truck, were buying them this week. Is that right? Wow. Now, am I mistaken? It has a bigger leaf. Did you already say that? Do what? No. No. Oh, okay. Same, same shape. At the we we smaller. Yeah, we had a lady come up last week. You weren't here, Melvin. I know. Last weekend, last weekend, and uh, had her. She heard us talk about it. She had her plant in her hat. I think at that time we had two left, Mm. and she got one of them. Yep. (laughs) <laughs> so uh, he uh, traces uh, resupplied. So there's about thirty. Okay. 
Okay. But uh, it's an interesting. It's gonna be an interesting plant to watch. Uh, I'm thinking uh, it needs it, to be tested for uh, a superstar. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, that's true. But uh, we've already got the other Vitex listed as a superstar. So when you do <laughs> uh, a short one and a tall you, one, you know, when we do uh, two. Uh, so I, I would imagine that the committee, which I'm not on, David Rodriguez, is, uh, would think that uh, think that this is too too many Vitex. He hadn't seen it yet. Yeah, <laughs> and we go, we get in trouble for uh, mentioning Vitex because there's one species or, or selection that is. Uh, Weedy that uh, invasive. There you go. And it's on the invasive species. It's been species declared list. invasive. Yes. So uh, I was still on the committee when that uh, when we nominated that Vitex to be a Texas superstar, and we had a couple of crazies call in, <laughs> and uh, there were two individuals that me. were uh, just concerned about some of the. That's uh, it. They were concerned. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we immediately hung up on them. You know, I mean, yeah. We listened to what they said, and then not exactly the empathy hotline. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, yeah, that's uh, we'll we'll look at that. But it, it has it has to be tested. It hadn't. Wonder wonder how long it's been on the market. I, I don't know. This is the first time I've seen it. So okay, uh, it probably is. not very long. It's new. Well, and, a, and it comes from uh, around Corpus Christi, that, right? That's where that's where we got them from, yeah. So I imagine uh, they've had it down there for several, uh, probably I, a year I, or two. I'll, I'll ask the, the owner what yeah, his yeah, opinions are. Now, there's something else that's significant that's here at the nursery for the first time so this you, year. You saw that, huh? Yeah, I did. I, I, did, I, did, I don't have to announce it? <laughs> oh, go ahead and announce it. Uh, <laughs> you haven't mentioned it already? No, I haven't. What? 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 All right. Well, we got finally got some porterweed. Red wow. ones. The yeah, red the, one. The red yeah. short one. Yeah, yeah, that one's the one we like the best, the door. But what's, and the next one is the, is that the blue or the purple? Uh, I don't think so. I think I only got red. There are still a couple of bluish-purple ones in two gallons, I believe. Okay. Um, and you'll be happy to know that this growing operation is saving all of them for me. Oh, cool. Oh, good. So uh, <laughs> we, we should have a couple more weeks' supply of it uh, good. before he runs out. And That's remember, good. this is uh, when we write about this, or I did, uh, it's listed in one of my all-star butterfly plants, but we also talk about it being... Uh, one of the oddest plants that you're going to have in oh, your garden. a hummingbird over there getting ready to get on it. <laughs> garden, too, because it's a, it's a weeping plant, and the blooms, the small part of blooms, move up the stem as they mature. And so you don't see a lot of color at first, but then the uh, nectar in that flower is so potent. It's very popular with the butterflies and hummingbirds. In fact, we've had c- conflicts. First time I've seen swallowtails and hummingbirds in a battle. Hey, one of the things. Oh, sorry. One yeah, of the no, things. Yeah, is don't ha- break, break in on our porterweed. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I know you get upset about that. That I know not to break in on zinnias. Yeah. <laughs> That's a mistake. 
Hey, but uh, something else is happening here, and we've got the man that's going to be doing the presentation on the line. Jim, the bee- beekeeper, will be here next Saturday doing a children's gardening class on yes. bees. Hey there, Jim. How's it going? It's going well. How are you? Good, good. So you were born with the name beekeeper, huh? Jim, yeah, the Jim beekeeper? beekeeper. Yep, yeah. Yep. Very cool. So tell us what people. you're going Tell us what you'll be talking about next week. Uh, next week, when the children's at the children's event from ten to eleven there at Millburgers, we're going to talk about bees as being the pollinators, what we need to survive here in the world, pollinating all those plants we have. You were just talking about all the nectar, super nectar. We have some coloring for the kids. Uh, we have mm-hmm. a demonstration hive. We can take photos with the beekeeper suit on and. Cool. I think we have a fan fun, fun family <laughs> event. What sizes does that beekeeper suit go up to? Well, I have a, I have a large one. Three X is the largest oh. I have, but I oh, it won't and, fit Milton. No, <laughs> uh, well, no, I could probably do the biggest one. Yeah, there we go. I mean, we don't have to put the whole suit on. We can just do the top. There part. you go. There, there you go. Yeah, we put the veil on. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Photoshop. Milton don't need no stinking beak suit. No. <laughs> he just goes in there bare-skinned and... Yeah, wearing shorts. Uh, wearing shorts. There you go. <laughs> Come out in a lot of pain. I'm guessing you do not recommend that, Jim. Is that uh, correct? <laughs> no, I don't recommend that. Um, but some people do. You know, some people are uh, really calm with the bees, and they can yeah. go in with no veil, no gloves. Yeah. That's but not Milton. It's dangerous. No, no it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, thrips even bite me. Uh, they don't. They don't describe me as calm and well mannered around things that scare me. Uh, but that's this is cool. So, and then we you you now. Do you have a hive here that you're bringing, or I am. I bring a small observation hive so we can actually see the bees walking across the comb um, and discuss what the bees are actually doing inside the hive. And I'll also bring a demonstration hive so we can see how the hive is built and how we manage the bees um, for the great service that they offer and that they do for us within the pollination, with pollination. Very cool. So it's going to be a lot of fun and a lot of hands-on, uh, dem- you know, the, the demonstrations with the suit and stuff, as well as uh, yeah. crafts, and that's a lot of fun. And yeah, this is another popular one. Yeah. Yes, yeah, it's very popular. Yeah. Last year, I believe last year we had a little over 80 people show up for the event wow. in the little sunken garden area. It was packed. Yeah. And it was really nice. Um, it's a lot Good of deal. I think you, you have a guarantee on here I'm looking at. I, Don't I worry. No one will get stung. That's probably Mary that did it. <laughs> Are you sure about that now? Well, I <laughs> suppose that observation house falls over and breaks the glass out of there. Yeah. That's never happened. It's never happened. <laughs> But you just have to run faster than me. There you <laughs> go. Yeah. No. Cool. It's not going to happen. <laughs> are you, are you going to be able to, uh, well, I'm sure part of your presentation will be uh, the threats to the bee population. Yeah, and talking about oh, yeah, we'll, that and getting... Yeah, we'll discuss, go ahead. Um, we'll, we'll discuss whatever people would like to discuss about bees. But, yeah, there is a threat to bees and their survival and and... We're going to talk about how we can help the bees out in the world today, and not only here in South Texas, but all throughout the world. Um, we do a lot of things that harm bees, 
and there's a lot of things we can do to help the bees, and that's what I'd like to discuss. Good deal. Yeah, I think a lot of your audience doesn't always recognize things that they're doing that will harm the bees, so that, that's kind of it's yes. pretty, pretty important yes. to learn that. That's next yes, Saturday? You know, like, yes, next Saturday. From next Saturday? 10 11. Yeah, and all we ask is right that there, you, uh, it's free. Yes, sir. Bring lots of questions. Bees are bees are uh, uh, fur- furnished. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, he, the, yeah. Like, I'm bringing bees them. are free. <laughs> free bees. Um, yeah, free bees. Hey, that's good. Free bees <laughs> like that. And that. Yeah. all Millburgers ask is that you uh, call an RSVP so they know the numbers, and uh, we don't want people being disappointed at two one zero four nine seven three seven six zero two one zero four nine seven three seven six zero. Thanks, Jim. Yeah, you're welcome. I'm looking forward to this event again. Are you you going to bring some honey to sell? I'm not going to sell any honey, but I'll bring some honey for everyone to sample. Cool. All right. Yay. All right. Thank you, sir. Happy to be here. You Ah, you take care. Always. Thank you. We'll talk to you later. You're welcome. All right. All righty. Before we uh, let's see if you can help him because we got Matt on the line. He's been waiting for a while. We got two people waiting here. So uh, Matt, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. You can come on up. Just what's up, Matt? Uh, Matt, you still there? Oh, we lost Matt. All righty. Sorry, Matt. Hey, listen, we're going to take a quick break then. While we do, give us a call, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bulverde Road. Let's face it, if you're growing tomatoes, you know there's nothing better than a homegrown tomato. The only thing that comes close is bragging on that tomato to other people and maybe even winning prizes for those tomatoes. That's why a long time ago, Millburgers established the Top Tomato Contest, a friendly and fun way for gardeners to brag on their tomatoes and win some terrific prizes. This year, that Top Tomato Contest is June 8th at Millburgers at 1604 and Bull. Verde Road, and it all starts at 10 o'clock. It goes from 10 to noon when the judging will take place. There are three different categories, cherry and smaller, regular tomatoes, and then the biggest tomato based on weight. And one tomato will be named San Antonio's Top Tomato. So for more information, go to millburgernursery.com and mark your calendars for June 8th. We're going to have lots of fun at Millburger's Top Tomato Contest. We spend our whole lives taking care of those we love. However, statistics show that over half of all adults fail to have a will prepared. Giving the gift of a well-prepared estate plan is one of the most loving things you can do for those you care about. So let me introduce you to Charlie Weisinger with Weisinger Law Firm. Charlie is an estate planning attorney who takes the time to get to know you and your family and your goals and desires for them. Charlie makes the process simple. Most clients have a plan in place in as little as two visits. Give Charlie Weisinger and his staff at Weisinger Law Firm a call today. Your first consultation is free. Weisinger Law Firm is conveniently located one mile north of 1604 in Selma, Texas. You can reach him at 210 308-0800. That's 210-308-0800. Or online at WeisingerLawFirm.com. W-E-I-S-I-N-G-E-R LawFirm.com. 
If you lease office, retail, or warehouse space for your business, the last thing you want to do is overpay the landlord. But it happens every day. Hi, I'm Scott McMurray and president of Bottom Line Realty Advisors. We work with business people who want an effective strategy for their next real estate decision. Whether leasing or buying, it affects your bottom line. Your landlord has representation, and you should too. Even if you're a good tenant with no plans to move at all, you're the most vulnerable to getting a really bad deal. We only represent our clients, never landlords, so we have no conflict of interest. We stay on your side. Call me, Scott McMurrian, at 210-535-7800, and we'll negotiate from a position of strength. BottomlineRealtyAdvisors.com Bottom Line Realty Advisors We get the landlord off your bottom line And welcome back to No Burgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Our phone number, 210-308-8867. All right. You heard us give away tickets a minute ago. Uh, Matt was our winner. and um, But what we're talking about is the San Antonio Festival of Flowers. It's coming up next Saturday, 9 to 5, at the Austin Highway Event Center. This is the premier gardening event in San Antonio with lots of fun stuff, uh, including uh, vendors that are selling gardening equipment and seeds and uh, different plants that you can get. They'll have representation from uh, different clubs in San Antonio uh, that have uh, gardening stuff. Uh, so like uh, like GVST, uh, yeah, gardening volunteers, I think, are going to be there and uh, uh, other uh, programs, too. But uh, they'll be in the indoor gardening mall. There'll be the Citywide Plant Exchange, which is uh, very, very popular. The rules on these things are at safestivaloflowers.com. There's the San Antonio Water System will be there as well, and they'll have the uh, Conservation Station and uh, doing some giveaways for for families that are part of it. Uh, They've got all kinds of great seminars, too, so you can learn, 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 uh, just like you have at Festival of Flowers for some terrific topics, uh, and we'll tell you more about those in a few minutes. Uh, but go to safestivaloflowers.com to learn more about what they're going to be presenting. Uh, Jerry, uh, Calvin, and Mark will be presenting. We'll start it all off at 10 a.m. Plant there it. There you go. Plant it. Grow it. Uh, then uh, one called Why Soil. Plant it. What did I plant say? Plant it. What did grow. I say? Oh, plant it. <laughs> what did I say? Plant it. Plant it. Yes. Plant it. Uh, that's a plant it title. And grow it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, why soil matters, vegetable gardening in the four seasons, uh, essential herbs and spices for a San Antonio kitchen garden. Uh, when good gardener gardens, not when good gardeners, when good <laughs> gardens go bad. So check it out. Lots of great topics and some Really great experts uh, at this year's SA Festival of Flowers. Uh, adults are $7. Kids under 10 are free. Uh, it's at the Austin Highway Event Center on Austin Highway between Eisenhower and Walsham Boulevard next Saturday, 9 to 5. And if you have your Millburgers uh, newsletter, you yeah. get a dollar off coupon. Right. Yeah, so uh, you can even get that. I'm just going to tell you a little secret. If you go to com 
and uh, look for the, uh, the the PDF of this month's newsletter. So you can save a dollar right there. And we're going to give you a chance right now to win a pair of tickets to it again. So It's even worth more than a dollar. That is worth more than a dollar, the pair of tickets. So be caller number three. It seems to work out well at 210-308-8888. What happened? Have we got the last three? No, no, just caller number three. I know, but did the last yeah. people call in? Yeah, Matt won. So. All right, good. 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Matt, wait till we announce a winner, and then we'll and you can call us back, and we'll get you right on the line at 210-308-8867. Okay. Okay, good. Woo. People are going nuts over those bees. Yeah. They better be careful. Uh <laughs> <laughs> the bees or the people? <laughs> Both. David Rodriguez oh dear. has gone bee nuts. He's, he's turned into a, a wild man call, having bees. Well, I thought it was uh, alcoholic drinks. <laughs> no, well, maybe he's going to make, uh, what is that, mead? In that, yeah, mead that, is the, uh, the uh, alcoholic honey drink. Yeah, that's the next <laughs> one for the... Uh, maybe that's why he's so interested in the bees. Extension service, yeah. But the other, other day we were harvesting the blue bonnets, and uh, he had his hives. He got several of his hives out at the San Antonio Botanical Garden. And uh, so he had them right at the corner of our of our blue bonnets, the red blue bonnets, or maroon red blue bonnets, excuse me. Uh, but uh, he claimed that the, the, the uh, blue bonnets closest to the beehive had more seed and the plants were bigger. I bet they were. I, I don't know what the bees have to do with plant vigor, but... Uh, He's claiming everything that uh, falls, you know. It grows. Well, maybe it, maybe it, it is, grows. in fact, bee poop that does uh, it. There you go. <laughs> everything that falls, you know. Uh, they, don't, they, don't, they don't poop, do they? I don't know. I thought they just spit it into the honey. Don't they spit it into the honey milk? I don't know. That's what gives us its flavor? We should call Jim back. Uh, <laughs> okay, something better than that. Yeah. If they want a that doesn't pre- have to be much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if they want a prelim to to uh, to beekeeping, the essentials of gardening class yeah. is coming up this coming Monday. Right. And guess what it's going to be on? Uh, wasps. <laughs> Pollinator education and basic beekeeping. That's great. And they've got a master beekeeper and organizer of bees in the east. (laughs) Bees in the east uh, will will be the main speaker. Whether you already have bees or just thinking about getting started, this is the class for you. Okay. I hope Rodriguez is going to be over there. You will learn about the types of bees in our area, the needs of pollinators in our garden and what it takes to get started. So this is a, a, a well, well-versed well uh, speaker. Mark is his name. And uh, it's going to be at the San Antonio Garden Center, 3310 North New Braunfels. 
It begins at noon. It starts at noon and gets over at 3 p.m. It's free and open to the public. A $5, uh-oh. A $5 donation is, is, uh, is appreciated. appreciated. That's what we used to say. Now it says $5 donation requested. Well, that's still... Uh. These guys are getting kind of pushy, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. it's, they're requesting. Yeah, no, uh, <laughs> light, new leadership. And it's the reason for, that, reason for that is right, light snacks provided and accepted. Uh-oh. You can bring your own light snacks, I guess. I will contribute to if the total bring, supply of yeah, if you light br- snacks. It's kind of a uh, uh, potpourri, I guess. You know... Oh. Do we have any more time? Well, we have Christy on the line. Okay. Let's get her real quick and see if we can answer a question for the the, uh, the news. Christy, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Let's see. Let's get you started, and then we'll see what we can do. What's going on? Um, I just need to know. I have tons of larkspur, and now they've got. I don't know if it's powdery mildew or what, but the all the green stalks are kind of turning a grayish color, and I don't know if I need to pull them all out or what I can put on them. I need your help. No, uh, Larkspur, has it finished blooming? Well, they're, they're still all blooming. I mean, there's blooms on all of them. I know, but the blooms, the the majority... Are the seeds, seed pods there? Open. Yeah, are the seed pods there? Uh, on a lot of them, but not all of them. Okay. Okay, yeah, usually that's powder mildew that you're seeing. At the end of their, their lifestyle. Yeah, right, yeah. end well, of their lifestyle. I, I've just never had that before, and I know because of the weather that I'm sure that's There you go. But that's do you, what's, should that's I what's pull them all it. up? No. No? <laughs> I pulled uh, a ton of them up. I, I, I mean, you you want to mature the seed. I know that, and, yes. And what what that'll do, what that powder mildew will do, is will defoliate them and throw the plant into dormancy faster than it normally would have done. I see. And uh, and it will spread uh, to the other plants, which is is a natural occurrence. Okay. Yeah. So um, you can you can pull them, but you 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 know if you pull them too early, then you're just reducing the seed production. But that's not all bad. Yeah. Because you get lots of seeds. Yeah. Yeah. Christy, you yeah. want to hang on the line a sec? Because we got to go to sure. get caught up on news. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to put Christy on hold and. Uh, we're going to tell you that we're going to come back in just a second after we get caught up with the news. Our phone number, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll free. It's 866-308-8867. Congratulations to John, our winner of Festival of Flower Tickets. We've got more to give away next hour right here on Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. This is The Answer. Breaking news, stimulating talk. This is 930 AM. The answer service of Salem Media Group. KLUP, Terrell Hills, San Antonio. 930 AM, the answer. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Bob Agnew with Washington. Missouri has passed legislation to ban abortions at eight weeks of pregnancy, just two days after Alabama's governor signed that state's restrictive abortion ban. In recent weeks, Missouri becoming now the eighth state this year to pass a strong pro-life bill. The ground is shifting in this fight for life. It's been a long, long battle, 40-plus years. That's focused on the family's Paul Batura, who also stresses these new bills will face strong legal opposition. I think we have a long fight ahead of us, but with God's grace and, and, and strong uh, resolve, 
uh, life will be protected. GOP Governor Mike Parson is expected to sign the ban. House Democrats have approved the Equality Act over the objections of critics who claim it violates individual religious rights. The measure extending anti-discrimination laws to the LGBTQ community. But North Carolina's Virginia Fox says it's poorly written legislation that would even ban a perception or belief, even if inaccurate, of suspected discrimination. How can we write legislation like this? Rhode Island's David Cicilline. There is nothing more central to the idea of America, nothing that has contributed more to the exceptionalism of our country and the prosperity of America than the guarantee of equal protection of the law. The measure faces an uphill battle to even be considered in the Senate. That is Capitol Hill correspondent Wally Hines reporting. Former Alabama Supreme Court Chief Justice Roy Moore could be back on the ballot next year. The conservative lightning rod is considering a fresh run for the U.S. Senate. Author Herman Wolk has passed away. That's a theme from the movie made on one of his books, based on one of his books, The Winds of War. He was a versatile Pulitzer Prize winning author of that book and The Cane Mutiny. He said a Jewish faith inspired his stories of religious values and secular success. More from townhall.com. 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Millburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Our phone number, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Christy, are you still there on the line with us? Yes, I am. Good. Thanks for waiting. How can we help again? Did you plant those from seed? A lot of them, you know, came up from seed. Uh, I mean, yes, I planted some from seed. But okay, all, good. A lot of them came up from last year. So I had tons, and I don't know, I guess I should have send them out more too probably right no. well they, they i never thin them either okay. other than well the, I, I other than back. take the color of the wrong colors out yeah, yeah. i always yeah. i take some of them out i always i don't want it do. to take over the whole garden so i just <laughs> leave a couple of rows but then they they, well. they move into the into the, the yeah they spread spread out yeah. outside the garden too Right, I have them everywhere, but I love them. Okay, so I don't have to pull them. I can just let them go to seed and then pull them. But what about my zinnias that are coming up now? Is it gonna, am I going to get powdery mildew everywhere? I don't think that's the same powdery I mildew. I haven't oh. seen any. I've got uh, I've got Dreamland transplants, and I've got uh, California giants that that I planted from seed that are blooming now, and mm-hmm. I haven't seen any mildew yet from it. No, I didn't any see any zinnias. yet, but. That's why I didn't know if I should pull them up because of the zinnias coming up. So y'all are saying, and so I don't need to treat them with anything either. No, uh, no. You, have you ever sprayed your zinnias with that? No, no, I haven't. Yeah. Um, okay. You know, you you can you can pull some of your larkspurs if you want to, if they're because I well, last year I tried to grow. Let the zinnias grow under my snapdragon, <laughs> mm-hmm. and and that didn't work very well. That right. they they did in fact get mildew because of the you know that 
trap kind of a, and it was shady, and so the leaves were thin and not very resistant. Yep. Right. So yeah, I saw well, this. I pulled tons of them already, so I did pull them, okay. but okay. I just wanted to make okay. sure that I wasn't hurting anything else. So but no, I no, no. Next year. Okay. Well, thank you for okay. calling, and I'm glad you're enjoying your larkspur. Getting thank lots of butterflies. So Oh, I've got tons of butterflies, yes. Cool. Yeah. Good deal. Thank you. Thank you. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. We were talking about, uh, off the air, we were talking about uh, collecting seed of, uh, you can uh, do it with larkspur. And, uh, of course, those of us who had true double maroon poppies those of us who had true maroon colored poppies oh yeah y'all i think i think it was a kind of a flashback to his ut days when he saw that maroon i think greg just has you know (laughs) his his laptop probably doesn't get colors as as well as some other ones (laughs) But anyway, uh, now's the time uh, Calvin was talking about he's getting ready to mow his poppers down. And he said he's collected a bunch of seed, little pods. And uh, you, well, you wait till the seed pods turn brown. And then they got little holes in the, in the far end. At the top. Where, where the seed, yeah. Surprised me, yeah, because I was pulling the, you know, pulling the pods. And then, of course, the first few, I turned them over and... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the seed comes right out. Uh, You see why I recommended that people not pull the pods or break the pods off, but cut them off. Yeah. Because uh, when you pull them off, you shake the whole plant, which distributes the seed. Because they're full of seed up to the brim. And uh, you, you shake all the seed out. So to get the most seed, you cut the pods off with scissors or pruners or something like that. And then I kind of found out, you can tell me whether this is accurate or not, Uh that if you wait too late, it'll do it on its own. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, It waits waits for the wind or... So I cut it, I snipped it, pulled it, got a little bag, tipped it over... Nothing, and then I saw there were little holes already in the big pod. Uh-oh. Yes. Yeah, so already scattered at seeds. Huh? Yeah. That's okay. That's okay. I'll have more beautiful maroon poppies next year. There I have place. wonderful news about the blue bonnets. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's another thing that made me happy this week uh, was that uh, several, several of my vo- uh, most loyal volunteers uh, uh, under the guidance of uh, Dr. Larry Stein and uh, Rob and myself went out and harvested all, hear me, all the colors that we had planted of blue bonds. And the pods were perfect. I mean, they, the pods were uniformly brown. And uh, but yet uh, some had popped. The king bloom had popped on top, but uh, the majority of them were still in the in the seed pod, getting ready to pop. 
So uh, we harvested the uh, Ladybird Johnson Royal Blue uh, from the Verstraten Farm. And then we pl- uh, pl- uh, got some of those at, at the greenhouse and mixed them together. And we uh, cut a piece of plastic and laid them out in a covered greenhouse. So that the hot, when the hot weather get, gets them, the hot weather make them pop. In the greenhouse. And so, well, on the plastic. And then we'll come back in a month or so and uh, take all the debris off the top and uh, uh, gather the seed up with the with the trash. And if each one of the seeds has the color, uh, the letter for the color that they represent, so you can <laughs> sort them out. Yeah, yeah we, we definitely keep the color separate. Oh, okay. And we That's also smart. we also did that uh, with the red selection from the San Antonio Botanical Garden, and uh, David Rodriguez oversaw that uh, that harvest, and uh, we also got the white, the the rare and almost lost white, mm. and uh, we got them all in the greenhouse laying out dry, so. Uh, we were lucky to get them at the right time. Uh, I was worried about all that rain because uh, when they when they get ripe like they are now, and we get a hard or heavy rain, uh, the seed pops. They will uh, will lose the seed. Oh, yeah. They... And uh, and don't we'll take care of one question we're going to get already, and uh, that is. The seed, the seed on top, the king bloom seed, will will pop before the rest of the plant does, and those that pop, if they hit bare soil, they'll germinate. Some of them will germinate. Not all of them will germinate, but they will germinate and form new little plants. And people always get excited because blue bonnet plants are coming up in the spring. Which immediately die when the temperature gets hot because they're a legume. They cool season annual. So uh, don't be, don't be. So he's uh, popping all their dreams. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't be, don't be, uh, don't be sh- shook up when you see uh, blue bonnet seedlings coming up. There's an, all the seed does not germinate. Uh, at once of a blue bonnet. That's why we have to treat them to make them all come up at the same time when we're growing transplants. So uh, you might you might see some little blue bonnets plants coming up, and just enjoy them while you got them because they're going to die when the summer comes. Now that we talked a lot about blue curl, which is a wildflower um, that didn't. Didn't get a lot of attention until now it does because of the butterflies like it so yeah. much. And it kind of fills that gap before the mist flower and the milkweed starts blooming. That is also at uh, the seed collection point. And it, it's one of those plants that it's got mature seed ready to harvest while it's still on yeah. blooms or on the other part. So you can yeah, blue like, kind of like le- uh, uh, Crawford lettuce. Yeah. Blue bonnets are the same way. Yeah, so you can uh, just uh, get, if you got can find somebody that's got some of that seed uh, or those plants. Uh, see if you can't collect some of the seed because it's a good 
good plant to grow in your wildflower area. Now, they'll, uh, will they come up in the summer and live through the summer? No, they don't. They last, oh, they last quite a long time, but they're they're another... Uh, Reseeding. Yeah, a, a winter uh, starts uh, yeah. blue, uh, coming up in the wintertime, and then they bloom pretty early in the spring. Okay. Can we ask your question on the air? Cool. Here, you grab the mic. You'll be on the yeah. air. These guys will be able to help you. Here you go. What's going on? You're on the air. from last year, and I managed to survive from last summer to now wow. through the winter. But this is what it's doing. I've got all these seeds on there. Now, at the bottom of the plant, it's uh, it looks like if I cut it off, maybe it will survive. I mean, do you recommend that? They say it doesn't seem to last from year to year. Yeah, uh, mine never has, but... Yeah. Uh, well, I saved this one through the winter, but all the top have those seeds, and then there's the green seeds and then the purple seeds. Oh. Can I propagate it? I don't know. Jer- well, I would suspect you can, but I don't... Yeah, you use the purple seed. Okay. They come on green and then turn purple. And they have to be dried out in order to propagate them? And- yes. Okay. All right. And, but her, her plants should be... Okay, now if they made it right, if they got some green. Yeah, it looks it looks like they've got uh, four compartments that seed are formed in. Yeah, but the whole top here. part is all seed. Right. And the bottom looks like there's a lot of growth that doesn't have any seeds on it. Do you recommend cutting it down to the to the uh-uh. bottom and dry out those seeds, or can I propagate them the way they are? Those purple ones. You could cut. Can't you cut those purple ones apart from and leave that foliage? Yeah, because, I mean, aren't you, don't you want that foliage to? I would prefer to, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was hard because I had gorgeous vines, yeah. tons of leaves, and I had to cut that back because I couldn't cover that part. Yeah, so if she, the purple seeds, if she removes them from the plant, they should still mature. Right, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Okay, okay. Leave them on the stem until they kind of dry. Yeah. I don't like the red malabar, but I like the green. The green's real waxy, and it produces a lot. The red malabar just kind of circles around like a yeah. like a, a green bean. It's a show, showing huh. off and not producing not much. Not doing yeah. a whole lot. No. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that. Thank you so no, much. Thanks. Yeah, thanks right, for the right, information. Two one zero three zero eight. I'm sorry. Are y'all giving away tickets for the uh, what's it called? All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Toll free. It's eight six six three zero eight. 8867, the number to call to be a part of this show. And if you come up here and ask a yeah, question. Yeah, if you come up and ask a question here at Millburgers, while well, surprise us. not ask a question. Okay. No, come <laughs> ask something. Just any question. Doesn't have to be garbage. Well, it can be, can I have tickets to the Festival of it Love? It could be. Or give me tickets to the Festival of That's not a question. Uh, but, yeah, we'll, uh, while we're doing the show and while supplies last, we'll, we'll turn you on to a couple tickets. Sounds good. All that right. nice lady got some tickets. Yeah. I think we're, uh, I don't see any tomatoes anymore there. And it looks like the, are we at the end of the line on the... Uh, Winter veggies too, or the the spring veggies. Looks like uh, nice geraniums over there. No, yeah. yeah. I thought I thought that we still have some uh, some of those real beautiful uh, uh, begonias. Oh yeah, gosh, they look nice uh, on the wa- way up here. I, I, they, did he say those were whoppers? Yes. Are they whoppers? That yeah, those big containers. Yeah. There, yeah. Yeah, yeah they've sold a lot of them, uh-huh. but uh, there's still a lot of good ones left. Good for patio plants. They're already in 
terracotta plastic pots. Yeah, you could. You wouldn't have to move them from there no, at all. Just set them out, and you can. Uh, they'll get a little bit bigger, and you can just trim them up. Uh, I guess I would fertilize them uh, at least uh, maybe once a month with a uh, soluble fertilizer. Just a uh, you know one of those uh, that you dissolve in water and you water it with. But they I don't just need give them a good dose of Osmico. Yeah, you can do that. Except they're so full. <laughs> well, that's true. It's going to be hard to get it to the to the get soul. it in there. But if you don't have a uh, hundred of them to fit <laughs> Osmocote in there, you can take the time to get it get it in. And don't that, get don't worry if you <laughs> break a leaf or or a flower off, they'll come, they'll repair themselves. What do you do if you break the leaf or stem off, Kevin? Well, you if you, you can kind of just toss it in the soil <laughs> and have it re, re, reroot. I didn't. I didn't mention to people. <laughs> while Trace was up here, <laughs> he doesn't like for me to. Oh no, talk he does Propagating not. plants rather than buying plants, but uh, these things root easily. So uh, if you wanted to plant a bed of them, let's say a flower bed of them, you could get a couple of these pots, and break stems off. I'm glad and, you waited till he wasn't here. Uh huh. Nothing. I'm glad you waited till he wasn't here. <laughs> he might come running up here. Yeah, he might. <laughs> We've got a listener to the program. But I, I was thinking for Mother Day, you know, there's a lot of uh, lot of old-timers that like to propagate their own plants. So uh, th- this would be a good one to propagate and plant in a yeah. bed outside. Drops sleeps, you don't have to use uh, rooting hormone, but if you got rooting yeah. hormone... Uh, dip that uh, four-inch cutting, uh, may, maybe less, but for, uh, it'll, it'll root. I think the leaves even root on a begonia. Goodness. And these are, uh, uh, these are uh, the new big begonia. Hey, we're going to take a break while we do. We're going to give you a chance to win a pair of tickets to next Saturday's Festival of Flowers uh, at the uh, Austin Highway Event Center. SAFestivalofflowers.com is the place to look for more information. But you call us at 210-308-8867, and caller number three will win at 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 a.m. The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bulverde Road. Let's face it, if you're growing tomatoes, you know there's nothing better than a homegrown tomato. The only thing that comes close is bragging on that tomato to other people and maybe even winning prizes for those tomatoes. That's why a long time ago, Millburgers established the Top Tomato Contest, a friendly and fun way for gardeners to brag on their tomatoes and win some terrific prizes. This year, that Top Tomato Contest is June 8th at Millburgers at 1604 and Bull Road, and it all starts at 10 o'clock. It goes from 10 to noon when the judging will take place. There are three different categories, cherry and smaller, regular tomatoes, and then the biggest tomato based on weight. And one tomato will be named San Antonio's Top Tomato. So for more information, go to millburgernursery.com and mark your calendars for June 8th. We're going to have lots of fun at Millburgers Top Tomato Contest. 
The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now here's syndicated columnist Cal Thomas. The killing of babies before and even after they're born might be an issue in the 2020 campaign. Bills to restrict abortions have recently passed in Alabama, Georgia, and Missouri, with the most restrictive signed Wednesday by Alabama's female governor. Thirteen other states have passed or have bills pending that would restrict abortion at various stages. Backers hope the Supreme Court will reconsider its 1973 Roe v. Wade decision, which has led to abortion on demand. Even babies who survive abortion are targets, as in Virginia, where Governor Ralph Northam has said a survivor baby should be made comfortable until the woman and so-called doctor decide what to do. Technology and pregnancy help centers have advanced since 1973 and much help is available. The film Unplanned reveals how Abby Johnson, now pro-life, helped sell abortions for Planned Parenthood and lied to women. Killing 60 million babies has corroded culture and harmed millions of women. It's long past time to get it under control. Polls show the public is ready. Liberal politicians aren't. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground covering all of it, bringing you the weather, the traffic, and Breaking news, all while entertaining you 24 hours a day. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns. And that someone is us. We are free radio. We are always there. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. Our phone number, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. All right, we're going to give another pair of tickets to the uh, Festival of Flowers, and uh, we're going to call our number three at 210-308-8867. What is the Festival of Flowers? Oh, well, let me tell you. San Antonio's premier gardening event at the Austin Highway Event Center. It is a whole lot of fun. Uh, there are lots of the indoor gardening mall contains folks that are interested in gardening, selling you plants, things to enhance the plants, uh, uh different vendors that deal with plants, all those things. Uh, you're not going to find mops. You're not going to find hot tubs. Uh, you'll just find those there. Uh, you'll have seminars that are coming up uh, that are coming uh, to the Festival of Flowers, uh, like 10 to 11, plant it, plant it, grow it. A lively panel discussion. <laughs> How are you all making it lively? Do <laughs> what? How are you making it lively? I don't know. Well, uh, we're letting Mark Peterson yeah, be the Mark may have to carry the lively ball. Well, we're going to do a strategy uh, tomorrow afternoon after the show. Oh, okay. And uh, a lively panel discussion on planning a garden space, planting selection, and information on growing and maintaining it. 
Best, even David Rodriguez is going to be there. Yeah. Uh, he's giving a third seminar on vegetable gardening in, for, in the four seasons. Is he bringing those bees that have helped him grow uh, better? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> and when good gardens go bad. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's a sad situation. And for those of you who like herbs, yeah. uh, Mary Dunford is giving herbs and spices for a San Antonio kitchen garden. So that's going to be there, too. Uh, we, we probably need a call from somebody to see how the uh, Basil Fest went this morning. Yeah, because uh, Mary was there, too. Yeah, yeah, that's what reminded me of it. But uh, we look look forward to seeing everybody uh, coming out. I guess they're going to have a plant swap. Or, let's see. What, for the Festival of Flowers? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, the plant exchange, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, so I, I always think of our girl from the flea market. Uh, Lisa. 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 No, Lisa will be there. She'll be there? Lisa needs to get her own booth. <laughs> just, just pony up the booth, Lisa. We've made you famous. People want to meet you. They're going to bring plants to that you can identify. Um, well, she won't appreciate them if she can identify. Oh, that's true. Yes, they'll just <laughs> you just make up names. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's all coming up. Go to Festival of Flowers, SA Festival of Flowers dot com, and uh, check it out. Uh, if you haven't been, uh, you need to. Uh, and if you have been, really, it's just a matter of where and when. Uh, it's going to be, and this year, Austin Highway Event Center between uh, on Austin Highway between Eisenhower and Walsham. Children under ten are free. Parking is free. Admission is seven dollars for adults, but you can uh, find a coupon uh, at Millburger at plant, plant. Sorry, not at MillburgerNursery.com. MillburgerNursery.com, or come by and pick up. Uh, if you don't have one mailed to you. Your Millburger um, newsletter, uh, right? And uh, you, there's a coupon there for a dollar off, so you can save a dollar. Saws will be doing some giveaways. They've got their conservation station, so we've still got some of our saws giveaways that are doing great from year to year. They do the perennials, so yeah, it's a yeah, it's, it's a terrific event. And we're going to give caller number three right now: 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Um, a caller number three will win a pair of tickets to the Festival of Flowers. Mailburgers is sponsoring the uh, the seminar. Oh, that's right. Thank you for saying that. They're the sponsors. Yep. And you pick those tickets up if you win them at Mailburger. So 210-308-8867. Are we going to get paid? Are the speakers going to get paid from Mailburgers? Or coupons, maybe? You you will have to take that up with uh, the uh, organizers. Bag of of fertilizer from Mailburgers? You will um, have. I, I haven't. I was not part of the. Yeah, you haven't gotten that. Are you meeting with Ann tomorrow? That would be a great yeah. question for you to ask her. Right. Maybe Ann will be up here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I hope she comes up. Yeah. All right. Okay. In terms of uh, another uh, big uh, important program, the uh, Bear County Master Gardeners are recruiting for their class this Oh, good. Uh, are they really? Yeah. You know, it's starting in August, but uh, they start recruiting now. And so, if you want more information, go. You can just go to the uh, Master uh, AgriLife Extension or the Bear County Master Gardeners, and they'll walk you through the information. It's uh, you have to be available for training for uh, 
an afternoon during the week. I think it's a Thursday afternoon during the week for 14 weeks. There is a fee uh, for the training. You have to commit to do volunteer service, but the uh, res- the uh, result uh, is wonderful training uh, program and a partis- participation in a, in a great program as well. So just go to the Bear County Master Gardeners and look for the specific information about uh, the class that's offered this uh, late summer and uh, see if you can't uh, see if it's something that you would like and uh, apply for. Now is that is that uh, deal is that gardening uh, (laughs) festival flowers is that next Saturday? It's next Saturday. The 25th? Uh Yep. Did I forget to mention that? Oh, no, well, well I'm, I'm looking at a, a note here uh, about from uh, uh, Laura Rogers talking about the next water saver landscape design school. Will be Saturday, May 25th. Lots of action. Yeah, That's next Saturday. It'll be held at the Fair Oaks Ranch um, City Hall. City Hall which is located at 7286 Deets Elkhorn Road in uh, Fair Oaks Ranch. Um, This is a program that's, uh, let's see, the program will be beginning at the sign-in at 8.30, and speakers will begin at 9.00. Um, and uh, they're, they're going to have uh, good four speakers uh, to provide uh, local information on gardening in South Texas. Three full-color landscape books will be provided as well as other goodies. Uh, and then they do a personal consultation with the members of the class to assist them with the issues that they may have or areas that they wish to improve. Each member of the class is asked to bring pictures and our drawings of the area they wish to improve. The cost uh, registration is $30 for an individual and $50 uh, for two members of the same household. Registration is open on the website, which is www.gardeningvolunteers.org uh, uh, backslash design school. Uh, so you go to the www.gardeningvolunteers.org, not com, but org, and uh, you'll see a, a link to the design school. Now that's going to be next. Uh, Next Saturday, too. Yeah, it's busy next Saturday. It is. And the bee thing is next Saturday, right? The bee thing for the kids is next Saturday. And you can get them all in. Uh, they can come see. Well, no, they can't get you. They can't get the lively panel discussion and the bee thing at the same time. Oh, man. Mm. That's a hard decision. That is going to be a hard decision. But not for the, the kids. The, the advantage. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 the kids <laughs> don't want to see the lively discussion. The, the the Why am I here? <laughs> the advantage of uh, coming to our seminar uh-huh. will be that we guarantee no one will get stung. Oh, 
Well, that's what well, the, we uh, guarantee Mary that? is guaranteeing they and nobody gets stung at the B program. I don't know how uh. they can do it. <laughs> I think they got a better chance of getting stung at the B pro, uh, program than they do our, our program. We Probably. have never had anybody stung at the B program. Unless unless David Rodriguez brings bees. I don't know. Well, he might. Hey, congratulations to Abby. She was our winner, caller number three, and she won herself a pair of tickets to the Festival of Flowers. And I mentioned, I, I forgot to mention the... Uh, San, uh, the San Antonio Garden Center Floral Design School will be oh, at no. the Festival of Flowers too. Oh, okay. Yeah, along with the Daylily Society. Yeah, and they'll do their. They got good daylilies. Yeah, so you'll have some fun with that too. So, uh, and it's uh, it's it's like Neosa. It's you don't see people for a whole year, <laughs> and then you see them at the Festival of Flowers, and so uh, come on out and uh, have some fun. We'll give away some more tickets in just a little while. Yeah, we don't mention daylilies enough, but at, uh, did you see the daylilies, Calvin, when you were walking up here f- uh, from the back? No, I didn't know that. Uh, I was too busy. They, they got several uh, sections of daylilies, and one t- one of those daylilies is in full bloom. Huh. Yeah, they're, they're a good landscape plant. And uh, I want you to know that I did not eat any of the blooms, Charles. Yeah, between if, if between it looks like Jerry, there has been munching on them, it was not him. Yeah, between Jerry and the deer, sometimes it's tough to have the the uh, daylilies make it through the season. Yeah, those day daylily blooms are 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 really good to eat, and the ones that are fragrant uh, are sweeter than the ones that are not fragrant. Hey, speaking of uh, <laughs> savings that smell good, nah, could make oh. I think some of the things you'll find on sale here at Millburgers this week are the Cora series of Vinca's, a Texas superstar, and the four-inch pot for 88 cents each. Highly recommended by Neil Sperry. Oh, my goodness. Well, And and this week's newsletter. Then what's stopping you? He says plant Cora periwinkles because of their resistance to disease. That's from Neil Sperry. Yeah. The man. Did you... Talk to Neil, or no, no. I think in the past he's not necess- has he always recommended Cora, or no. is this new? No, he did, he doesn't like to recommend specific things. Oh, okay. But that's why he put that in parentheses because of their resistance to disease. Yeah, and that's been very important this year. Oh, I bet. But with all the rains, this is a good test for those Coras. No. Uh, they're 88 cents each in the four-inch pot. Lantanas are on sale. We have some pretty ones right in front of us. Um, and they're on sale for four eighty-eight. Butterfly weed. Uh, well, actually, it's, yeah, the tro- red one. tropical milk oh. milkweed. Oh, okay. They uh, they want to. I guess they want to call it. I don't know why they're calling it butterfly weed. Where is it? Is it? Do you see it? Yeah, it's right over there. But oh, okay. generally, we talk about butterfly weed as being the native tuberosa, but this is the tropical, the Mexican uh, uh, milkweed. And if you give the butter, if you give the butterflies a choice, they'll take the Mexican. It's a taller plant, uh, bigger blooms, but uh, both of them are good. Um, they've got some great sales on uh, trees. Uh, Texas lilac vitex, uh, eighteen eighty-eight in the five-gallon container. Crepe myrtles are on sale also in the three and five-gallon container for just eighteen eighty-eight. And uh, Gold Star Esperanza on sale uh, for 1988 in the 12-inch pot. So lots of great stuff, including fertilizer. 
uh, Millburgers uh, Premium Lawn and Garden Fertilizer, the 1959, uh, 1988. So, yeah, go to com to learn more about uh, the things that are always on sale here at Millburgers, as well as some of the events that we talked about. You know, uh, we uh, talk a great deal about the uh, event on June 8th here at Millburgers, which is the Top Tomato Contest, but also uh, there's a blood drive that day as well. And uh, David Rodriguez will be here doing a seminar, too. So uh, there's lots of activities. June 8th, you just need to be here at Millburgers. Just come out, give blood. Uh, I think I've heard that, that David is more interesting if you've just given blood. Yeah, is that right? That's what I've heard. <laughs> did you mention Lantana? I did. I thought you, I did. I don't remember. Yeah, he said, he said it was all in front of us. Here. Yeah. Yeah. But, but uh, six, speaking of Neil Perry, he got a different variety. question in today's paper that uh, from somebody that had lantana that was setting berries or seed. And he mentioned that New Gold lantana, which we have here, uh, doesn't set seed, so it keeps blooming. It's the one planted all around banks and everything else that blooms its brains out at the hot, hottest, hottest, driest time of the year. It's in full bloom. And the butterflies like it. Yeah. Oh, and David's uh, presentation is on um, growing citrus on your patio and in your landscape. That's going to be a good one. That's a, that's a real popular one. Those When's are great. That? That's June 8th from 1030 mm-hmm. to noon. Okay. This is not next week. What's that? At least it's not next Saturday. No, it's not next Saturday. It's okay. <laughs> and then uh, they've got a, a bonsai seminar coming up on... Um, bonsai. Yeah, it looks like on July 10th. So, yeah, go to MillburgerNursery.com to find out more information about all these great workshops and, and seminars and blood drives. And uh, we want to make sure that blood drive is successful again. We had a great blood drive last time. So come on out and make this one even better. So that's uh, June 8th here at Millburger, 1604 and Boulevardy Road. All right, let's take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. some more tickets? Sure, let's do it. From Calvin's mouth to my microphone. That sounded bad. The uh, 210-308-8867. Caller number three will win a <laughs> pair of tickets to Milton next having week- good luck with that three. Next weekend's Festival of Flowers, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. It's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Let's face it, if you're growing tomatoes, you know there's nothing better than a homegrown tomato. The only thing that comes close is bragging on that tomato to other people and maybe even winning prizes for those tomatoes. That's why a long time ago, Millburgers established the Top Tomato Contest, a friendly and fun way for gardeners to brag on their tomatoes and win some terrific prizes. This year, that Top Tomato Contest is June 8th at Millburgers at 1604 and Bull Road, and it all starts at 10 o'clock. It goes from 10 to noon when the judging will take place. There are three different categories, cherry and smaller, regular tomatoes, and then the biggest tomato based on weight. And one tomato will be named San Antonio's Top Tomato. So for more information, go to millburgernursery.com and mark your calendars for June 8th. We're going to have lots of fun at Millburgers Top Tomato contest. 
It's time to stand with Israel. Consider the lifelong impact of joining nationally syndicated media hosts Dennis Prager and Mike Gallagher, along with 9.30 a.m. The Answer on the Stand with Israel Tour this December 2nd to the 11th. This journey is more than a vacation because it'll guide you through centuries of faith and culture as you visit iconic places right out of Scripture. Along the way, your hosts will broadcast on site while you watch and participate. Together with like-minded travelers, you'll see over 40 iconic sites during the 10-day tour where you can pray at the Western Wall in Old City, Jerusalem, float in the Dead Sea, and take a boat out onto the waters of the Sea of Galilee. Have you ever wanted to walk inside the garden tomb? Register today for the Stand with Israel tour this December 2nd to the 11th when you visit 930amtheanswer.com keyword Israel. That's 930amtheanswer.com keyword Israel. Hi, this is Barry Hagendorf with Deck and Patio Care at 822-9147. For 23 years, I specialize in sealing all types of weathered decks and patios, also creating the outside room, a combination of custom-built wooden decks and arbors, flagstone patios, outside kitchens, outside fireplaces, and water features, hence the outside room. Look out your window. Do you see a prematurely weathered gray deck? I'll clean and seal it with the best wood preservatives to a natural cedar tone. It really can look new again. Do you have a pebble stone patio driveway or pool deck? I have a process that seals and polishes the rock to a golden wet look. Or maybe you have a flagstone pool deck or patio. I clean to the natural color and seal out water, stopping chipping and flaking. Call 822-9147. I'd like to personally create your outside room or show you how to make your deck, fence, flagstone, or pebble stone look better than new. Call Barry Hagendorf, Deck and Patio Care. I'm in the yellow pages, 822-9147. Are you looking to buy or sell gold and silver in San Antonio? Then I recommend you go see the professionals at Wise Wolf Gold and Silver Exchange. Hi, it's Mike Gallagher, Owned and operated by proud American veterans, Wise Wolf Gold and Silver Exchange is dedicated to professionalism and your privacy. They order their coins and bullion direct from the trading floor, so you know you're getting the most up-to-date pricing possible when you buy. And when it's time to sell your gold or silver items, they pay top dollar. They also accept and sell Bitcoin and major cryptocurrencies. Call or text the owners, Tony Arterburn and his wife, Melissa, today. Call 888 1836 or just go to wisewolfgoldandsilver.com from bullion to bitcoin wise wolf gold and silver exchange wise wolf gold and silver And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer. Our phone number 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Congratulations to Betty. She won a uh, pair of tickets to the Festival of Flowers. We got more to give away tomorrow. So if you come by and you ask a gardening question, uh, we'll uh, we'll give you a pair. Or if you uh, uh, just are the right caller when we announce it. We may even do some trivia tomorrow. <laughs> it's fun to do the trivia. We, uh, uh, the uh, second caller in the last uh, four contests called me, and they're they're upset. They're upset because they weren't the third caller. Oh well, maybe tomorrow we'll do the second. 
<laughs> there's our there's our whoppers. Oh yeah, boy, those are beautiful. Yeah. Y'all were talking about those earlier. No. Wow. Yeah, those are just ready to enjoy. You don't got to plant them. You don't got to. There, there. There's a terracotta plants. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. So you know what's still blooming in my little uh, pot, and still producing. They're much, much smaller. <laughs> is the strawberries? Oh lord. Yeah. They're the size. They're smaller than a dime now. <laughs> but, but they still ripen. I'll have it's to bring. Ca- them it's kind of time to pull those up. No, it's still now producing. the foliage. Yeah, the, <laughs> grass, the foliage looks really. I'm waiting good. for the, him to bring in the spider mites on the foliage. Oh, yeah, yeah maybe an issue. Okay. But it, it really hasn't been hot enough. Yeah, because the foliage does look nice. As far as I can tell, there's no spider mites. Yeah, few few blooms, but uh, blackberries. Mm. Uh, oh the, yeah, the bitter they're... bugs are, at least in mine, they're. Kind of thick there, uh, so you know I I don't know I've, the only luck I've had with uh, controlling stink bugs or bitter bugs or has been seven or uh, malathion. Yeah, and uh, well, Melton Melt likes the taste those stink does bugs. He? Yeah, just makes yeah, it. In a, fact, we call them blackberry bitter bugs. Yeah, right, Melton. Yeah. Was that your mother I brought those to? Yeah, it was so kind of you. <laughs> and she wouldn't eat them? <laughs> no, they never made it home. You gave Oh, me, you threw them away. You gave me a box of beautiful blackberries <laughs> with these things crawling all over them. <laughs> I wasn't going to give that to my mom. I just, uh, and, and the sad thing about that, when they, when they got a lot of stink bugs on them like that, uh, they actually st- they have a... Taste. Sour taste, no or bitter even, taste, even more sour than normal blackberries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does it make the 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 fruit bitter, or are the bugs bitter? The, oh, the, the fruit. You, you call the them bitter bugs. I thought maybe you'd, you'd, eat, of you'd, the bugs, you'd munched maybe. on the bugs too. Yeah. Okay. Well, that that that'll be bitter. That'll be extremely bitter. Oh, okay. But I'm talking about it after you wash them. After they've had a lot of stink bugs on them, you can wash them, and you can't wash that. That bitterness off. No, yeah, I'm glad I didn't give them to my mom. <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, did you see that obscene picture we got from Billy McKenzie? Goodness, uh, with his tomatoes in there, harvesting his. Yeah, he sent a picture uh, to you and I. Of his uh, first harvest, of uh, he had a, a whole pan full of uh, tomatoes, ripe tomatoes, red ripe tomatoes. So uh, thanks, Billy, for that. Why? Why are you complaining? Uh, <laughs> he, he, I think he's he, jealous. He was throwing that in our face that he already had tomatoes. Or were they BH? Were they uh, cherries? I can't remember if they were. Well, they were they were medium sized tomatoes. Okay. The big ones were, and uh, they had some cherries in there. Oh, and he, yes, I think yeah, some may have been real. real. Are you picking? Are you picking cherries already, aren't you? And Milton is. Yeah, we got a bowl full. Do you? Mm-hmm. They're bigger than my strawberries. <laughs> well, I guess so. Uh. <laughs> The uh, we got a question uh, about ash trees from Jared Cornish, uh, Texas ash tree ash disease. Mm-hmm. 
I have what I think is a full-grown Texas ash tree in my front yard, or at least some form of it. I started to notice small clusters of leaves throughout the tree curling up and turning brown. There are still many healthy leaves, and overall overall the tree looks good. But with all the rain and sunshine lately, I'm worried that this is some kind of a disease. Is there a best practice for treating this, or will it subside by itself? And so I had to turn to Calvin's article <laughs> on anthracnose. And today's paper, <laughs> which talks about six shade trees not to plant. Okay. And uh, it would be good if everybody would read that and and figure out what uh you know, figure out the pecan uh, or the uh the trees that you shouldn't plant. I'm not sure that was Calvin's headline. Which that are, doesn't sound like it. <laughs> the trees no longer recommended include pecan, the Texas state tree, uh, hackberry, chinaberry, mulberry, Chinese tallow, and American sycamore. And on Arizona, ash, or Texas ash, he writes, Arizona ash is another fast-growing, short-lived tree that's susceptible to anthracnose. If it receives regular attention from an arborist and pruning saw, it can develop a good shape and provide shade with minimum branch death and breakage. So... Uh, some some gardeners grow one or more Arizona ashes to provide summer seed source for the area birds. No, they they have they have Arizona ash. When I when I first came here, I they, grow, were, they, they were <laughs> they were they uh, were planting ashes uh, new homes. in the front yard and new home. Mm. Two yeah. in the front yard. The yeah. one on either side of the sidewalk right. going into the house. They didn't last long if you didn't get yeah. a lot of attention. Well, they, some of them got great big, and then they had to cut them down. It cost too much to cut they them down. Lot, they also had a tendency for the joints and the vascular system to get twisted. And so yeah. They have branch, uh, branch breakage, but uh, just kind of a dying or uh, yeah. stress stressful area in the branches. So I think this guy is describing anthracnose. Yeah, I think so too. Dies, uh, picks out uh, uh, certain limbs in the I mean small twigs in the trees, especially in this kind of weather. So uh, Calvin inadvertently answered one of the questions. We Way to go, Calvin. Him. So uh, I thank you for that, Calvin. Uh, the um, <laughs> oh no, Forrest got a got a question from uh, the uh, uh, yes, yeah, United Arab Emirates. Emirates. Oh my goodness. Y'all are. Hey, that must be the other side of Illinois, isn't it? I think it's, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it said, uh, my periwinkle plants don't survive. Oh, wow. 
they wither off after two weeks of planting. What could be the reason? Recently, I noticed some kind of hairy stuff on the leaves and in the potted soil. Potted soil. The leaves are drooping, too. Can you guide me how to plant my periwinkle plants? Before planting another plant in that pot, should I change the soil? So far, I've planted more than 40 periwinkle plants, but only about three survived. I guess they're not coras. <laughs> and so Forrest says, uh, Holly, I'm going to assume that you are located in the United Arab Emigrant, Emigrant, Emirates. 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 I think that's near Luling. <laughs> Since I am unfamiliar with the growing conditions, plant availability of much else, I'm going to refer you to the information at uh, the write-up on plant answers about uh, vinca, about periwinkle. Um, he, so uh, basically, she they've got the same problem that we have in this area. Uh, with uh, Aerophotophora, which is the uh, airborne, soil-borne disease. Fungus disease. Fungus disease. And um, so that's why Milberger's only sells, and Neil, Neil Sperry in last week's column, or questions and answers, recommended that we only use Cora I've heard that. Zinca. Cora yeah. periwinkle, Vinca. Now the good news is, uh, we is that uh, they've improved Cora, if you can imagine improved, to make it more disease resistant, and they'll be coming on the market fairly soon. But they've got to increase the seed. A uh, and M found the 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 disease resistance in uh, in what <coughs> became Cora. Uh, several years ago, and that's when we made it a Texas superstar. But since then, we've—I uh, think—we've lost some of the resistance, or we've lost the resistance to uh, another strain of Aerophotophora. Mm. But the photo- the uh, cores that we sell out here, and they're on sale, right, Melvin? The cores are, yeah, <laughs> eighty-eight cents each in the four. They're month. on sale now. Are are as resistant a variety to aerophotopher as we have available. Now, uh, the uh, the neat thing about Vinca and Paraguay, that aerophotopher disease almost eliminated Vinca periwinkle from uh, landscapes and by uh, and planted and being planted by a landscape designer. But uh, that, this, that's a shame because Vinca is the only surefire, never heard of, deer-resistant plant. In fact. In other, in other words, we've never had a report of a deer, of the deer population, feeding on Vinca. Years ago, I don't know, 35 years ago, 40 years ago, maybe... Wasn't Vinca number one in the oh, annual absolutely. flower? Oh, absolutely, 
uh, popularity. Because once it gets established, uh, it's it's uh, insect and disease and deer resistant. And yeah, it's got a good drought tolerance. Yeah, and drought tolerance, very drought tolerance. That may have been fifty years ago. The best best vinca we ever grew, we were that's when the reds the red vinca came out. Uh, was out at Versta Versta Farms out at Von Army where we grow the tomatoes, and we had those planted out in the field, and uh, and the farm uh, we were harvesting seed of that red, and uh, the farmer said, "Well, I can't water them anymore. They were well established." And uh, he didn't want them for the rest of the summer, and they bloomed their brains out. Mm. So uh, they are extremely drought tolerant once they're established. But you've got to beat that uh, aerial photographer. So for our listeners in the United Arab Emirates, you're <laughs> recommending they ask their no- local nursery for Cora. Cora. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's what Forrest was saying. He didn't know if they had Cora. Basically, he was saying they didn't know. he didn't know if they had Cora. In in the, that far away, but it shows that uh, people are using plant answers yeah, all over the world. That's wonderful. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> it seemed wonderful to me. You're providing a service to the whole world, forest and you, and junction even junction, Texas. Yeah. yeah. Hey, uh, we got a, we got haven't got much time, but I'll uh, yeah. read one more question that all we right. have. That people may know the answer to or may be experiencing this. I have my oak tree, many oak trees on my property. Only a few have numerous little roots that pop up all around the base of the tree. I continue to mow over them. They can spread out a great distance from the base of the tree. What can I do to solve this problem? Okay. And Forrest says, uh, as you as you read, he gives them a, a, a link on plantanswers.com, which talks about live oak root sprouts. And he says, as you read, continuing to mow these root sprouts is your best option. Since these roots originate on the roots of those trees, as the tree grows, its roots will extend further from the tree. And I am a I'm testimony to that. I have a root root sprout front yard that I mow and during periods of drought the root sprouts are the prettier than the floor town. Hmm. So that's what you do. All right, we're going to the uh, say goodbye for today, but join us tomorrow at Millburgers Gar- Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Forty Road. Thanks to Al doing a great job getting all your calls on the air, helping us with winners. we got more tickets to give away tomorrow. And, of course, thank you for listening. Back tomorrow for more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 a.m. This is The Answer. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.